0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Not Somali Mormon Podcast.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. It's been a hot second. Yeah, it has, but welcome. We're glad to be here. There's been a lot
0: that's happened since we've last chatted.
1: <laughs> it has, and also apologies in advance. I sound real rough and congested, but I'm telling you guys, allergies are a serious issue in Berlin. Well, everywhere. I am fucking dying over here like I just can't deal with it and I know I'm being such a dramatic ridiculous bitch because people have allergies way worse (laughs) than me but I'm a diva and I just can't like I can't deal with it and then there's the issue of maybe it's just me but I'm gonna get my soapbox for a second then there's this issue of like you need to take allergy medicine in order to prevent it and if you take it every day, it does that. But then there are people like me who are super sensitive to allergies, like antihistamines, and mm-hmm. I am so sleepy. I can't take them. Like even if I take it at night, I can't wake up the next day. Like today, I was on the struggle bus <laughs> trying to get up. They make me really drowsy too. Yeah, I I
0: get you. Sucks. Mm. <laughs> no fun. Allergy what an interesting topic that was a good a good
1: opening topic allergies everyone has them dun, dun. <laughs> this is what happens when you turn 31 because you guys my birthday was yesterday and I turned 31 <gasps> yes and she looked like she had the best time over the weekend
0: right Sarah but yeah now when you're in like your 30s
1: yeah It's like that's what you talk about is allergies and Mm -hmm. the weather and uh, what time you're going to bed and what what you're eating. (laughs) I spend so much time planning meals. Like I feel like that's everything in my life. Like uh, every day I'm just like, oh, what do I want to make for supper tonight? (laughs) That's my life, you guys. But I love me too. Like I was just the
0: other day, I got excited to go to the grocery store. And I was like, wow, this is this is what happens in your 30s. You get excited to go to the grocery store and plan a cool menu and make yummy dinners and not go out on the weekends. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, no lie at all. Like this past weekend. So also, so I know, thank you, everyone who wished me happy birthday on our podcast, social media page, Instagram. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but thank you. And Katie posted a lovely post and it was really sweet. And you guys sent some, so like such sweet messages that warmed my heart. So they were tender. Yes, they were so sweet. Um, but yeah, so speaking of being old and being excited about things that you're like, you know, when you're like early twenties, I remember thinking that like 30 year olds were so old, like being a 30 year old (laughs) or in their thirties were like ancient, So old, flirty and thriving. (laughs) And this past weekend, my my boyfriend was like, what do you want to do for your birthday? Do you want to go out? Do you want to have drinks? Like, do you want to? like you know actually like get you know like have a proper like going out birthday and I was just like um I kind of want to watch Aladdin on Friday night <laughs> and on Saturday can I just be lazy and sleep in and then you cook me food and you make me a cocktail because then I can just pass the fuck out on my couch afterwards instead of having to like walk home yeah and that's that's what I did you guys like it was, yeah, that's it, my it, it's life. So relaxing birthday. So it's how you, it's how it should
0: be. I totally love it. Like I don't, I never go out really anymore. Like to, out, especially to clubs and stuff. Just oh no, God, not I anymore. Can't. But I, I did that back in my day, and I can't even think about doing that now.
1: <laughs> I just can't. Like I have to be in a real real good happy upbeat mood to go out and that's why it happens like four times a year because if that like <laughs> right. and it has to be like when you're with you're out with someone and I'm like if they convince me to go and I'm already drunk then I'll be like okay mm-hmm. and the next day I'll immediately be like why why did right. I do that
0: and um, all that money like the drinks are so expensive when you go out
1: it's crazy yeah. Yeah, but then I mean, usually I'm like, ah, it was fun. Yeah, right. But it was a good time. Right. But yeah, no, it was. Um, I'm still talking about myself as I usually do, but it was a really good birthday. Good. I'm good. Um,
0: speaking of things that happen when you're in your 30s, though, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Um, it seems like the older you get the less fucks you give, like, <laughs> <laughs> because, guys, we've had some haters these past yeah. couple of weeks. And it we've kind of gotten to a point where we're just like, we, we just can't deal with it anymore. We can't deal with the haters. I try to respond to them because I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, like, what if they want to reason with me or whatever, but that usually never happens. And on this past, the last Instagram post we posted, we just wanted to let everyone know that we have a Patreon account, because pretty much every podcast has a Patreon account, um, and we still create our podcast for free for you guys. We just are going to make extra episodes for the patrons, so yeah. we wanted to let you all know that, so we made a post about it on Instagram, and <laughs> this the first guy who commented was, real upset at us and he told hashtag
1: us, left the community
0: yeah hashtag told us to hashtag get a job which we both we do both have jobs it. yeah <laughs> and um he was just really mean and condescending i and i tried to respond to him letting him know like look we we definitely don't want to force anyone to give us money or to be a patron but we just want that option out there if they want to support us because this does cost us money to make this and cost us time and everything so if you feel like you want to donate then do and we'll give you extra stuff but definitely don't don't do it if you don't want to um but uh, he said, he also said that we use the same bait tactic as porn websites. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess we have that going for us. Oh,
1: these I guys. Make,
0: <sighs> I just wanted to make that clear to everyone that like, we definitely don't want to force you to give us money by any means. Like if you like what we're doing and if you can get on board with giving us a few bucks every month, then like we're so so wildly grateful but we definitely don't expect it by any means but it's just funny that he would say like you know because every every um creator has to have some kind of means to create if they want to keep doing it um so anyway we just wanted to point that out (laughs) I guess and make and And we got a we got another comment that said that we are mean-spirited so, <laughs> there's that.
1: <laughs> uh, And I honestly, I wish I'd give a fuck, but I don't. Like, one of my favorite, so my best friend Jay here, who has been on the podcast, you guys have heard him, whatever. His favorite thing is he sends me a screenshot of that Demi Lovato song that says, I really don't care. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> every time I'm saying something, like, I'm like, oh, I'm like bitching about something. He'll just send me that and be like, I really don't care. I'm like, I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, even on my birthday card that like, he signed it. He was like, I'm so happy for you, blah, blah, blah. And then the end of it was like, but actually, I really don't care. Like, oh, my God. It's <laughs> just kind of our thing. So it makes me think of that, too, every time when we get these hater comments or, like, people bitching or complaining. I'm just like, I just go away. No Like, I don't care and I don't have the energy to even try to care or, like, be upset that you left our community. Okay, then bye. Because if you actually understood what Katie posted and the information that we were trying to to provide and explain, then you wouldn't have that mentality. You know, yeah. only bitter people who are clearly upset with themselves have that type of mentality, you know, it's yeah. just like we would never ask you for money if you don't have yeah. it. I mean, and the, and the point of it too, was that if you like our podcast, if you think it's a good cause, it's a good community and you don't have money, that's fine. Like, don't don't feel like we're pressuring you to give money, but you could also, like, like our page or subscribe or just promote yeah. us so that other people can find it and also continue to grow our community. That's the whole point. Like, if, mm-hmm. yeah, anyways.
0: Yeah, and I just think another thing I that just sort of, because, like, I want to not care, but I do care when people say that we're mean-spirited or we're yeah. just, you know, we're there's no point in what we're doing. And I just want to say that when we say things or especially, you know, like for example, the example that the commenter said was that we shouldn't have called Russell M. Nelson douchey, (laughs) but um, I think (laughs) I know I I giggle every time. I'm not trying to be mean spirited when I say things like that. What I'm trying to do is like really get my point across and that some of the things that these Mormon leaders say are really hurtful. And they they really do harm people and that is douchey. So that's why we say things way we do, and maybe it, sometimes it comes across pretty heated because we lived through this and we've had to heal from trauma from this church, and we still every single day, like pretty much probably a lot of you listening, you have to figure out how to live in this this life now without Mormonism and it's this crazy mess that you need to sort out and so that's why we have this podcast is to like help people and tell their stories and our intention was never to
1: be quote like mean-spirited so no but it's also that same mentality it's okay I I have so many thoughts and opinions but it's also this like as as an ex-Mormon you are taught that you should never be mean-spirited you should never say anything mean even if someone has wronged you blah 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 so even when you know you've been a victim in the church like you like many women have like sexual abuse or mental abuse like you know any of this stuff that verbal abuse all the stuff that happens in the church you're supposed to just forgive and turn the other cheek and not be mean-spirited and be like oh they really hurt me but I'm sure they had good intentions I'm sure I'm sorry, but I'm done with that bullshit. So if you think that me calling the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints a douchebag because he is one and because he says really hateful, awful things about people, then don't follow our page. Like, leave the community. I don't give a fuck. But I'm not going to skirt around these issues anymore or try to pretend like I need to forgive or I need to be blah, blah. I mean, of course, I still want to be a good person and be nice, but I'm not going to, like... You're not, not going to shut up and what it is because yes. I'm trying to be, re- I'm doing air quotes, what she said, respectful of church leaders. Well, I'm sorry, but they're not my church leaders and yes. anyone who behaves that way will be called a douche, no matter if they're a church leader, if they're the person next door, my neighbor, I don't care if they act like a douche, I'm going to call them a douche. So bye, bitch, oh, get up out my All face, the snaps like.
0: for you. I am snap clapping <laughs> you right now. Preach it reach it no like Ah. because by her logic you could never call out like you know for example leaders in government or something it's like oh just leave it alone like don't criticize it like there's no point in what you're doing but actually honestly I think there's I've actually gotten a lot of um I don't know, personal satisfaction from doing this. And and we've met a lot of really cool people. You listeners, like, even though we haven't met you in person, we've met you virtually. And there's so many amazing, you're, so many of you are so incredible. And we get to hear your stories. And that alone, to me, has been worth it.
1: Yeah, of course. But And I mean, and, it's just like this girl was saying, like, she doesn't want us to be mean-spirited or call, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what you're entitled to do. She's entitled to even call us a bitch or a douche <laughs> or whatever if she doesn't agree with us and that's fine that's her prerogative that's her whatever but like don't promoting that the members be on social media and raise their voices to silence those people talking out against the church aka yep. us yep. like okay if you want to silence us like giddy up because I'm all in like <laughs> <I hate being laughs> we, quiet. No, we got
0: a lot so. of yeah we got a lot to say and we can raise our voices pretty loud and we honestly have that right so yeah well, crack um my
1: knuckles to that because i know right oh yeah. that's what happened when you turn 31 y'all you get feisty <laughs>
0: hey <don't> <laughs> yeah because this this girl that commented she said yeah there's no point like you're asking you're asking us to pay you to just Make fun of the Mormon Church. There's no point in that when I can get mean-spirited things like for free. And the or from
1: the LDS Church. I kind of want to comment that.
0: Yeah, and excuse me, guess what? Like, (laughs) it's still free. I want to make that very clear. We are never going to charge you guys for listening this on to this on any type of podcast platform. It's only your. If only if you want to donate on Patreon, that's the only thing that it would be charging you. That's of your own free will. like <laughs> Exactly. But speaking of Patreon, um, hey. should we give a, give a quick shout out to our new patrons? Oh, yeah, for sure. So we have Tana. I think that's how you say it. Tana. Hey. Oh, hey, Tana. <laughs> hey, girl.
1: Hey. Hey,
0: girl. Hey. And Teresa.
1: Teresa, uh, hi. Thanks. Hi.
0: Yeah, and thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of the patrons that are still from the previous months that are still on there. You guys are amazing. It makes us so happy. Um, And I hope you like the stuff we've been putting on there. I've, I put, I think I said last time I put a story of my um, Mormon ex-boyfriend on there. So <laughs> oh. it's
1: a little, it's a
0: little personal, but
1: anyway the gym though it's a gym so yeah so thank you guys um but also thank you to our supporters who just listen to us listen yes. to us and that's how you support yeah. we love you all and also and on that note we'll stop talking for 30 minutes now about nothing related to our topic <laughs> so that people long past us come back in like we're back on topic and um yeah gather so, round. <laughs> our topic is, and I'm sorry I'm a bit, like, blah today, as I was telling Katie. I'm just, like, such low energy, but I'm trying to bring it for you guys. I'm doing my oh, everything because yes. working is hard, and I forgot <laughs> that having a full-time job is hard. <laughs> <laughs> and when I come home from work, I'm just, like, I just want to put on my fat girl pants and watch Netflix. Like, oh, that's all that's, I want to yeah. do. Yeah.
0: Oh.
1: yeah. But anyway, so our topic today is... Breaking the Sabbath day, hey, 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 hey. hey or hey, hey, keeping hey.
0: the Sabbath day holy if you are a Mormon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Which, okay, so I never really thought about how crazy, not crazy, I don't want to use the word crazy, but how absurd, I guess you could say, like this whole Sabbath day notion is and how like you never question it like I never even questioned it like oh
0: me neither and it was such a big deal too like if you saw someone doing something on Sunday that the church deemed inappropriate it was like judgment city immediately uh, I was just like (gasps)
1: seriously yeah and it's like I I just forgot about how ridiculous it was until my boyfriend and I were talking about it the other day somehow the subject came up and I was like I said something like, oh, for Mormons or even some other Christians, like you can't or not just not even Christian, but other religions, you can't buy things on the Sabbath. And he was like, what? (laughs) He didn't know that that was a thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I've never talked to you about the Sabbath day. But like, there are tons of rules like, you can't spend money on the Sabbath day, like, and you aren't supposed to do any like type of fun leisurely activity like it's all about like studying the scriptures or being with family or like listening to church music and he was just like what like I cannot (laughs) believe that that was a thing and I was like yep
0: yeah totally robbed of one day of your weekend because you can't really do anything weekendy on that day you're supposed to if they say they dedicate that day to the lord So it's God's day, and you have to do everything, uh, yeah, how supposedly God wants you to do it on that day.
1: (laughs) Which is, like, okay, so one of the things that I remember very distinctly, like, very vividly, and I mean, I haven't been gone for that long, but I remember, like, the first time I didn't go to church, like, I... I proactively like made the decision like, okay, I'm not going to pretend like I'm sick. I'm not going to like justify. I'm just not going to go because I'm tired. I had a really long work weekend or week and like I've been busy on Saturday and I just need one day to recoup. Like I just need one day like of not doing anything. Yeah. And so when I decided to stay in and then I was like, you know, what I'm going to watch TV. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to order food. I had zero regrets and was like, why in the fuck have I not been doing this my entire life? Like right. you're Good for so you. much more refreshed. Like I come into work way more refreshed knowing Thank that you. I have that one day of like getting ready for work, like just kind of relaxing, sorting out your day because when you're a Mormon as well, it's not only that you can't do these things, but you have to go to church for like three hours at least. Then you have like, socializing after church then you usually have like meetings after church or you have this or that and so you mm-hmm. don't get home until like early like mid-afternoon late at- I mean depending on your church services sometimes the like, church starts at like 12 o'clock so then half right. of your day is like wasted and then you don't get right. home until like 6 p.m.
0: right it's and then insane. you just stay in yeah, and you're not really supposed to do anything outside of something that's church related. So like you said, even if you wanted to like catch up on a series on Netflix or play a video game or watch sports, you're technically not supposed to do that stuff. Like I know a lot of Mormons still will do it, especially if they're like more progressive or more lenient Mormons, but like, technically, if you're being very orthodox about it, you're not even supposed to watch TV or movies uh, unless it's something that, like, the church has has produced. Oh
1: my so, God. yeah, you can't,
0: you really can't, like, do anything, like you said, to reset your your clock, essentially, to, like, refresh yourself and to get ready for the coming week because you're so focused on, like, studying your scriptures and having personal prayer and family prayer and some people even like stay in their church clothes all day long. Did you ever know those kind of Mormons?
1: Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. There were quite a few where I grew up um, because I grew up in Orem, Utah. And I know that my family wasn't very like super strict about these rules. I mean, like I had to follow some of them, but I was allowed to change out of my church clothes once I got home. And I know a lot of my friends, on the block they weren't allowed to change out of their clothes and they also weren't allowed to play with me like to go outside and play because you're supposed to just like stay inside and do godly stuff
1: (laughs) oh my god that's crazy I mean I guess my experience like kind of it's it's both of those things like because I grew up You know, my dad not being Mormon, so, like, we didn't really have to keep the Sabbath day. Mm -hmm. I don't remember my mom really, like, ever strictly enforcing it. Like, after church, we would almost always go out to lunch. Like, because in the South, it's a very social thing. Like, everyone after church goes to lunch, like, as a social thing. So, like, even if it's, like, Baptist, whatever, like, when church ends, like, oh, let's go let's go to Magnolia's and get some fried chicken and whatever. That and everyone just got actually. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's cute. And so my mom, like, grew up Baptist. And so she was still, like, in that mentality. And also as, like, having kids, like, she had to feed us before going to my grandparents' house. So, like... We would usually go out to eat after church Mm -hmm. and then go to my grandparents' house, visit them for a bit, and then come home. And we always had the TV on. Like, we would watch TV. I would listen to music. Like, if we had, like, family gathering over, we would, you know, play football or go swimming whatever. Like, it was never strict in my house growing up. So I didn't really know about this until I went to BYU. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: It was such a culture shock for me, you guys. I like, I was in shock. And like Katie said, it's not just that you can't do these things. There are, like, certain areas, and especially in Utah Valley, I feel like, and especially at BYU campus where people are so judgy. Like, oh, my gosh. They yeah. watch you like a hawk. Like, everyone yep. will be like, what are you doing? Like, why were you changed out of your church clothes? Oh, hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're listening Super to music, worldly music, <laughs> they would say. Right. They would uh, say that, yep. <laughs> and because I lived with, you know, usually it was like five other Mormons, like I couldn't even turn on the TV in our oh, apartment because I at least yeah. have one or two who were You'd like. you
0: offend them and they would say, yeah, you're breaking the Sabbath.
1: Yeah. And I was like, oh, what in the fuck am I supposed to do on Sundays? Like I was so <laughs> bored. And then, but then I think that's why, like, Mormons, especially in singles wards, have, like, all these activities. So you go to church, and then you, like, you know, can relax, maybe take a nap, and then you have, like, munch and mingle, and then you have, like, <laughs> this and this. And it's because, that term like,
0: always makes me giggle.
1: It's, <laughs> it's the worst. It's <laughs> the worst. And you feel... So, obligated to go because if you don't go, then you're not being a good, righteous Mormon mm-hmm. who's actively looking for their eternal companion, their EC. Uh, oh, this, I just got the shivers. <laughs> I know, so gross. And then there's just the other one that I always thought was so ridiculous. And I remember, even as a Mormon, calling it out and being like, Really? Is when people would wait until midnight and they go to the <laughs> And I, I was like, I remember. I he- you and I have a mutual friend, I will not say who, but okay. we would do that where she'd be like, oh, it's midnight, we can go to, like, a fast food drive through or whatever, if right. we didn't have any food and, like, grab something to eat. And I remember jokingly being like, I'm pretty sure God's not looking at the clock and waiting until it strikes midnight <laughs> before he's like, right. okay, you're not breaking the Sabbath day anymore. That, like, is, it's- that is such a
0: thing. Like, I was actually just doing, like... a small amount of little bit, quote unquote, research for this episode. And I looked up like some Mormon bloggers and some Mormon YouTubers, what they had to say about it. And it was way funny because a lot of them mentioned that like, yeah, sometimes you just, if you really want a Frosty from Wendy's, you just wait till midnight and <laughs> get it. And I'm I'm sitting here thinking like that person that's working at the Wendy's was probably working there before midnight. And isn't like the whole idea that is that they don't support like working on the sabbath day too so like you don't go to businesses that are like open on sunday because you don't want to buy anything or or work like mormons you if you work on a sunday like it's really frowned upon like that's breaking the sabbath so yeah i just thought that was funny it's funny that you used to do that
1: (laughs) yeah for sure i would do that and then just being like i would just think it was so absurd that like What does it matter? Or I remember arguing with people, and especially at at BYU, at the beginning, before I converted into a Molly Mormon. I was just like, what? That's so stupid that, like, you guys are being so strict about people working on the Sabbath. Because, like, not everyone's fortunate enough to have a job where they don't have to work on the Sabbath. Or they're in a situation where they can afford to not work on a Sunday or on a weekend. Like, and I think it's so harsh that you're really judgmental and they would always counter it with, yeah, but if you're faithful and if you show the Lord that you're faithful and you're not willing to work on a Sabbath, then he will bless you. (gasps) Oh my God, I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they literally tell people, like, even if you need that shift desperately to pay your bills, if you deny it and don't work on that on Sunday, then God will bless you. And it's like, really, is God going to, like, pay my phone bill and my, (laughs) you know, my insurance on my car? Because the shift, like, I can't pay that stuff. (laughs) So exactly. It's a really common thing. I would hear a lot too growing up Mormon, like, yeah, you just really shouldn't work on Sunday, even if you,
1: yeah. And I remember too, like I, I got this. So y'all I'm, I'm very like superficial American when it comes to this. Like I love Sephora and I love Victoria's secret. Like call me (laughs) a basic white bitch because I am unfortunately (laughs) in that situation. I, and I, I'm not as obsessed with Victoria's secret anymore because they don't have it here in Germany. So I've kind of just gotten used to like, uh, it's just not there. But back in the day, that was, like, my jam. Like, I was in that store all the time. And I got this job to work at Victoria's Secret. And I was so excited because I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, my dream job to be one of those girls who, like, gets to work at Victoria's Secret and be in heaven. Because I thought I was naive. (laughs) Obviously, retail is shit. But I was like, nope, this is it. And I remember they offered me the job. I worked like one or two days or something like that before I quit because I they were like, "You have to work on Sundays sometimes," and I was like, "Oh no, I won't was be blessed." This by the, if I do was that. Was this by the time
0: you were Molly Mormon? Yeah. Uh, okay,
1: so <laughs> you were like,
0: yeah.
1: "I won't be blessed." All your
0: blessings. Oh, isn't that crazy? That's how we used to think, like, that God will withhold blessings if you just go to your job.
1: (laughs) Or in general, like, just for anything, that everything that shitty happens in your life is because you're being cursed, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. God won't bless you. Or yeah, he might even allow bad things to happen to you if you don't follow his rules. Oh, (laughs) it's insane. I can't believe I used to
1: think that way, but I did. I know,
0: like, and luckily, I feel like I didn't grow up in like a super strict as far as it comes to like the Sabbath day stuff. But like, we definitely couldn't like go out to eat or things like that. But I know people who weren't even allowed to do homework on Sunday. Like, they had to get it done on Saturday because homework wasn't
1: spiritual. So many people who did that, like, um, again, not in Georgia and I never did that in Georgia. Like I would do my homework in high school on Sundays all the time. But when I moved to Utah and to BYU, I still had that mentality and I quickly was judged so harshly that like I switched out of that quite, yeah, I guess maybe, maybe not the first semester, but the second, by the second semester, I wouldn't do homework on Sundays because it was so like taboo and like people would judge you especially your roommates or you ward, yeah. being like you shouldn't do homework on the Sabbath because then like you won't get blessed and you won't make good grades and because I was like obsessed with making good grades I was like oh my god I'm gonna be cursed this is the reason why if I don't get an A on this like a test or a paper it's gonna be because I did it on Sunday and how ridiculous is that
0: way of thinking that is like just hearing you say it I'm just like wow that was just really what we were taught and we really like yeah you believe it full on you're like oh yeah it's gonna be my fault like even though I studied I didn't study
1: on the right day (laughs) I know. That's wild. It's crazy to think about that. Or like how many times I lost so much sleep because I would wait until it was midnight on Sunday and then start doing an assignment that was due on Monday. Yep. And then I would like basically pull an all-nighter go to school on Monday. So tired.
0: So it's not only affecting like
1: your mental health because you're worrying about this, but it's also
0: affecting your physical health because you're not sleeping properly. Yeah, of course. Oh, man, that's just crazy. Like, did you ever, I don't know if you ever did this, but it's funny in Utah County, especially, if you ever, like, go to go to the store on a Sunday, if you go to the grocery store, it's so funny because you see people, like, you'll see a guy in his white shirt and tie, and he's like, they're almost always like running into the store and then they run out and they're kind of like looking around like they don't want anyone to see them because they've just been at church, but maybe they needed to get medicine for their child, but they're not supposed to go to the store on Sunday. So they're like trying to be all sneaky about it. And it's like, Oh, you're fine. You're not going to be cursed. You can buy the thing on Sunday.
1: (laughs) It's so funny because it's true. And now I think it's like, ironic that I I live in a country that everything is closed on Sunday basically (laughs) and I'm just like what? I leave the Mormon church and then I move to this place that's like it's basically because they're like old school traditional like religious influence even though like I said like a lot of Germans aren't actually like religious anymore but they still have these old practices and so everything is shut down on a Sunday like it's hard for you to find any type of grocery store, like they have like very few ones in the city that will be open. And if they are open, they're only open to like a certain time. And so it's just like everything is shut down. And it's like, oh, <laughs> so that's annoying. interesting.
0: Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of that way. in like Utah County, I think like grocery stores will stay open in some stores like if they're um, chain stores, but I've noticed that if it's anything locally owned, it's almost always closed on Sunday because most of those are uh, owned by Mormons. So,
1: yeah. Or that's like how Christians are like always doing these comments about Chick-fil-A and how it's like closed on Sunday and they're doing it right. And I used to be that person. I was like, (laughs) I support Chick-fil-A even more because they're not open on Sunday and clearly the Lord is blessing them because they can make enough profits you know, profit without even having to be open on a Sunday. Yeah. But in they, keep reality, the they,
0: <laughs> they keep the Sabbath and they don't like gay people. So the exactly. Lord bless Yay.
1: Hooray. Go Chick-fil-A. These. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like other rules I can remember for the Sabbath have, day.
0: I have a funny story actually.
1: Ooh, please tell.
0: So, um, you're not supposed to, like, exercise or play sports or, you know, like Sarah said, like, you shouldn't go swimming or go to the gym or anything. Um, but so this was probably five or six years ago uh, when I still lived in Utah. My my boyfriend and I, we went to my parents' house for dinner for Sunday dinner mm-hmm. and uh, and we had dinner. My whole family was there. It was great. And then uh, my my brother and uh, his girlfriend at the time, they were like, hey, we should go like go play kickball or something because like, you know, my family is not super into like not uh, doing the sport thing on Sunday. Yeah. So, so we were like, yeah, that sounds fun. So we all got in the car and we drove over to this like kind of like this baseball field that was near a church pretty much everything in Orm, Utah is near a church. There's one on like every single corner. Yeah. And so we had our little I think it was a kickball, yeah. And so we go over and we like start to set up to play. And as we're playing this this old lady, she comes walking over. She she had walked out of her house that was over on the corner. And she walks over to us and she goes, "You can't play that here." And we were like, <gasps> what? And she was like, it's Sunday. And we were like, yeah, we we know. And she was like, you can't play on Sunday. And we were so confused. And then she continued to explain that this park, this little like baseball field park, was owned by the church because it was like, On that property next to the church. And they used it for like church um, softball tournaments and stuff. And they had a strict rule that you couldn't use it on Sunday. And this woman who lived in the house next door. She would. It was her calling on Sundays To sit in her front room window and watch the park. And make sure that no one came and played on Sunday. And. And my boyfriend was like baffled because he grew up north of Worm and he was like, "What just happened?" And as we were leaving, we passed a pavilion with a sign that said "No Sunday Play," <laughs> and uh, luckily he he caught he got a picture of it, and we still have it, so I'll post it on social media for you guys to Please see. Do. And it was so funny because he was like, "Well." Apparently, God isn't a fan of Sunday Funday. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, no, he does not like Sunday Funday. He just wants you to sit around and be reverent and think about him all day because he's a little selfish like that. (laughs) But you can't go to the park and play kickball with your family, a very wholesome activity. Um, But yeah, isn't that crazy? I just couldn't believe... That that woman, like, that she would just sit there and monitor the field like
1: that. That's the thing is that, like, my brain can't process this right now of, like, there's just so many levels of ridiculousness in that story (laughs) that I can't, I can't comprehend, and the fact that, like, someone would even think that, like, yeah, this is a good calling to give someone, like, how ridiculous is that like if I ever got a calling to sit in my front window and watch the park all day and then yell at people for playing in it like fuck that trying to have a good time lady like way to be a buzzkill <laughs> well and also what if you are not Mormon like that's not a very good missionary strategy yeah you can't play on here because it's Sunday and you have to follow our rules okay
0: these rules make no sense yeah I can't even wrap my head around this like I was just I was thinking about how just in like every day-to-day life there are so many things that Mormons aren't allowed to do you know like they're not allowed to have coffee or tea they're not allowed to wear clothes that are above the knee like they're not allowed to swear they can't you know have any kind of sex unless they're married like there's so much stuff that they can't do and then on Sundays it's like even more extreme it just seems like worse
1: it just doesn't seem like any fun oh I'm excited too as well so sorry that was me moving the mic I wasn't farting I promise (laughs) my favorite is this is side note. Is when I'm walking in the street with my boyfriend, if I fart, I'm all like, oh, my God, someone stepped on a frog. And I don't know who it was. <laughs> it was such a big frog. <laughs> and the other day, he was like, um, you stepped on a lot of frogs. It might be turned into a toad. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's about oh to be God. one. Like... Killing all these frogs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, um, right. So, I was telling Katie this, I met this ex-Mormon at my work, which is just blowing my mind because I never meet ex-Mormons in Berlin who I didn't already know from the church. Mm-hmm. Like I know ex-Mormons who have left since I've been here and I I knew them because we were both Mormons at the same time or whatever, but I've never in a professional or social setting met someone who I didn't know as a Mormon who came to Berlin as an ex-Mormon. So it was kind of crazy that like he, he introduced himself and was like, oh, yeah, I'm from Salt Lake area. And I was like, well, what like a Mormon <laughs> or like I, or I kind of jumped to I didn't I didn't assume, but I was just like, "Huh." and then he was kind of asking more questions. And I said, I went to BYU and he asked if I was LDS and I was like, oh, no, I'm actually not LDS anymore. And he's not either. So, point being is that like I'm excited to kind of pick his brain a bit about because it's another person who like you, Katie, like grew up in Utah,
0: and oh. I think would
1: add even more. And he said that he's like fifth generation Mormon. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm really excited. I think we will meet at the end of the month and just kind of like we were meant to meet tomorrow, but long story short, schedule wise, it won't work. So now it's like at the end of the month, but I'm just like excited to kind of get more perspective and more feedback. I mean, I think some of my new colleagues might listen to this podcast, so I'll have to like very like censor it a lot or like try to (laughs) yeah make sure that I don't say anything that's too inappropriate or whatever. But anyways, I just find it really fascinating to for me, it's a bizarre feeling not being in the States and then being here in Germany and meeting someone else who's ex-Mormon from Utah, who's fifth generation, you know, it's like, yeah,
0: what? yeah, that's pretty amazing. It's going to be interesting for you to, yeah, like talk um, and pick his brain too, get a, like a um, guy's perspective on all yeah. of this
1: stuff. Well, and it's just like funny because he he sent a message day that was just like something about party potatoes, and instantly I just started not party sorry funeral potatoes. Oh and yeah, I started funeral laughing because so I was like, <laughs> ah, Mormon jokes that other people just don't get, and it's so crazy to talk about them like and at work, you know, it's like, and it was also crazy because Katie, you already know this, but like he's like, oh yeah, there's another ex Mormon bartender. At this restaurant called Salt and Bone. And y'all, I nearly shit my pants. I was so excited because this is my favorite restaurant in Oh ever. nice. So nice. I was just like, Oh my God, celestial Jesus, this is coincidence and fate <laughs> and like this is gonna happen because I've gone there so many times. So I'm like, I'm sure I've already talked to her before and just That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I-
0: I think it's so cool um, for me, and I think for you too, Sarah, when you meet a fellow ex-Mormon, it's like you're almost instantly friends. Yeah, it's it's like your
1: kindred spirit.
0: (laughs) You've been through all of this together, and you have so much to talk about. Like, uh, I was telling you, I went to a party uh, last—it was on— it was, yeah, it was last Sunday. So <laughs> we broke the Sabbath, went to a party, uh, a Lots pool party me. at my friend Larissa's house. Hi, Larissa, if you're listening. And it was an amazing party and it was so much fun. And she was also an ex-Mormon. And it's just like, I could talk about it for hours. I never get sick of talking about this stuff because it's so fascinating. And we lived through it.
1: <laughs> I know. And it's just like this. It's just someone that gets it, you know. Because yeah. I feel like if and I, I don't, I don't ever think that they feel bored or kind of like, oh, okay, can this conversation be done? Because I feel like people who maybe didn't grow up ex Mormon or kind of they can't relate, and so it's a bit like uh, I don't know. I have this like feeling of like, oh, I'm boring them now because I'm talking about yeah. it too much. Because <laughs> I put myself in their shoes, and I'm a bit like, well, if someone were to talk to me a lot about this one particular subject I'd be like oh my god (laughs) like can you just be done already like I'm that is so
0: that is so my life like I catch myself just ranting to my boyfriend and he's so sweet and he like he he pretty much gets it, but he wasn't quite as like, you know, his family wasn't as Mormon as mine and stuff. So I catch myself a lot like ranting to him for ever about a certain Mormon topic, and I'm like, oh, I should probably like hold back. <laughs> cause he's yeah. You know, he never says he's sick of it. Like, he's really sweet and he listens. But I'm just like, gosh, oh, probably diversify, diversify my topics. Yeah,
1: same here. But that's why this here. podcast is
0: so great. We can sit here and talk about it. And if people want to listen, they can listen. And we love when you they listen. listen.
1: We love you. And I am trying to think of anything else to contribute to this episode. But Breaking the Sabbath day, man, it's crazy. Or keeping it holy is even crazier. And, oh, maybe this is um, something listeners, like, send us in more stories. Because I'm sure that you guys have, like, crazy examples, like what Katie sent in, or told us about, like, her breaking the Sabbath day um, story. But, like, mm-hmm. send us in. Because I'm sure there's some crazy-ass ones out there. Oh, Ash. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, I'm um, sure there are. <laughs> send them in because I'm trying to think, and I, I I had like a list in my head the other day, but now I don't remember most of the story. So sorry, guys. Yeah,
0: no, it's good. We've we're probably at a good spot to stop, but um, yeah. Thanks, listeners, for listening. Send us your stories, and I hope you guys don't think we're mean spirited. But uh, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> what's you gonna do?
1: I feel like if people do think that, I'm just going to be mean-spirited just to do it. And I'm sorry. I'm just a petty person. What is it right? that you
0: say? You just
1: say, uh, go fuck yourselves. Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, no, I can't. Also, this is kind of random, but my friend, my English friend was asking me day, She's like, "Where, where did you get, like this bye from, like, is it's it got to be an American thing because I only ever hear Americans say it. And I was like, oh, where do we get that from? Because it's true. I only say it with my American friends where I go like, (laughs) bye. But I don't know where it comes
0: from. I'm not quite sure where it originated from. But yeah, listeners, if you know where it started, let us know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so sorry for this episode. I've had the most random thoughts process this entire episode so i bet people (laughs) listening are like bitch needs to keep on track like what (laughs) is she talking about because my brain is all over the place oh (laughs) sorry not sorry (laughs) okay guys i guess that's
0: it thanks for listening uh and we'll talk to you later
1: bye